What is going on, everyone? Thanks for tuning in to another episode of Forward Thinking Founders. I am very grateful to have your attention, at least for the next 15 minutes of this episode. Forward Thinking Founders is a podcast where I interview pre-seed and seed stage founders about their products, what they want to build into the world, and why. We dive into how they spend their time, what's their vision, what's the origin of stories, all these things, so you can learn all about what's coming tomorrow. Because these companies haven't hit critical scale yet. Most of them haven't hit product market fit. These are just early stage companies. And the big question is, what can this be? And in this podcast, we bring that out. So with that, I really hope you enjoy your time listening to today's episode. And I've already done 200 plus. So if you like this one, listen to some of the other ones, like with Imadi Kuhn, Austin Allred, Leah Culver. We have great interviews. So check it out. Enjoy the repository. And for now, let's get into today's episode. Here we go. All right, how's it going, everyone? Welcome to another episode of Forward Thinking Founders, where we talk to founders about their companies, their visions for the future, and how the two collide. Today, I'm very excited to be talking to Travis Hyde, who's the founder of Yo-Yo Boat. Welcome to the show. How's it going? It's going great, Matt. How are you? I'm doing really well. It is a nice and cloudless day here in Phoenix, Arizona, and I get to talk to another founder about what they're working on. So I'm doing well. For people that haven't heard of Yo-Yo Boat, what are you working on? Um, you know, you know, tell everyone kind of what you're up to. Absolutely. So Yo-Yo Boat is the first peer-to-peer boat rental marketplace that's been specifically designed for boats under 26 feet. And that's significant because 95% of the recreational watercraft in the world are under 26 feet. So this is interesting because it's like very particular, which is where which is where great, great companies kind of exist. So tell me about so tell me about this, tw- uh, I guess, two questions. So um, I guess in general, let's say I had a boat that was 20, 24 feet, 20, 20 right. you know, I was, in, I was in your market. What would I be able to do with Yo-Yo Boat? I guess, what's the user experience that I want to get into later? You know, why 26 feet? What's the, what's the, you yeah, know, right. but yeah, what's the user experience to, to one of your customers? Absolutely. So when we designed the platform, it was simplicity in the core interaction and I'm from Minnesota, you know, and we have 10,000 lakes here and uh, something like 800,000 registered watercraft under 26 feet. And uh, Florida is our second launch market, and it has about 900,000 plus uh, recreational watercraft under 26 feet. And it's, you know, I mean, like pontoon boats, ski wake boats, uh, jet skis, fishing boats, uh, things of that nature that really people can be comfortable operating on their own. Uh, so we get even a little more niche with launch and that we're looking for used boats under 26 feet, because I always say I'm in the comfort business. We have to make people comfortable, not only like renting their boats out to strangers, but, but also that everything's going to be taken care of during the transaction and that both sides are protected in the marketplace, both owner and renter. So for this, I'm really intrigued in this like size thing. I, I mean, it makes sense. Yeah. Most boats are smaller than 26 feet, but like what, why, I guess what did like how, how would you make that product decision? Like, you know, you're probably siphoning your market a little bit. It's probably some boats over 26 feet. Why would you decide to almost make that part of your brand? That's like how you said that in the in the introduction. So I'm, I really want to dive into that. I think it's pretty interesting. So we have obviously competition. I mean, no idea is new or unique. I mean, everybody knows that's ever done this. It's all about how you execute on that idea. And I think the reality for me is I'm just going to tell a little story. So I, uh, in 2014, I owned another business in cybersecurity and uh, I got hurt. So I had a life-changing event, a spinal cord injury actually. So I'm paralyzed from the kind of the waist down. 
And, uh, you know, I grew up on a lake. And so, you know, boating, specifically in a pontoon, is something that I can still do. And it's not just me. People just really enjoy being out on the water. And so, you know, when I look around and I look at all the boats in my area and I look at all the boats in Florida and the intercoastal and stuff, they're all under 20, not all, but a, but a majority of them are under 26 feet. And our competition focuses on 30 and above. So they focus on like the ocean and charters and things of that nature. So I wanted to look a little bit deeper and carve out a niche. And uh, I actually had a CBD company already started. I mean, it's already, it's, it's going now, but I industry pivoted to do this because uh, the, the further into the research I got, the more I realized the opportunity was pretty substantial. And tell me, so, so I appreciate you sharing that. So at, at what point, like, tell me about a little bit about you're working on this other type of company, you decided to kind of pivot into this market. At what point, if you can remember, like, did you realize, oh, like, I want, I, like, when was yeah. the, the moment where you like emotionally said, you know, I am an aspire, because these are not like, it's never logical. It's like logic built up to an emotional decision, right? So w- walk me through that build up. I think that's really interesting. Absolutely. So you know, I mean, for me, it was a lifestyle business in 2014 in cybersecurity. I mean, I was paying myself a very good salary. I worked maybe 20 hours a week and the rest of the time I would do management consulting gigs just to keep my edge, you know. Um, but then I, I changed. I mean, it changes you. It's, it's a substantial life-changing event. And I said, you know what? I'm going to go for it. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to sell this company. I'm going to build this up, sell it. Then I'm going to start another company uh, and then... I'm going to go unicorn. I, I want to go big or go home. You know, I think I've listened to enough uh, founder podcasts and stuff like that to realize that I have the skill set to do it. And so uh, humble confidence, right? I mean, uh, and I actually started a CBD company because, of course, I was as opp- opportunistic as everyone else, right? Only to realize that I was not going to be successful doing it because a lot of the people that started CBD companies uh, came from the black market. So, you know, I mean, they're willing to kind of lie, cheat and steal to get an edge with their customers. And I've been a truth and sales guys my entire career. So it really didn't mold right for me. And then all of a sudden I just started to deep dive this, having the problem myself with a boat rental, having a real headache and talking to everybody I know who owns boats. And I mean, I grew up around, I could throw a rock and hit probably three or four lakes. You know, I mean, it's a lot of lakes up here. So you know, that's kind of the evolution, if you will, of the idea, but more importantly, to actually industry pivot out of CBD, that was a, you know, that, that just sort of solidifies the fact that, you know, this is the way to go. And, and I don't look back at the decision at all and say it was the wrong one. So Sorry, that was long-winded. Yeah, no, no, it's all good. So let's say I was living, you know, uh, you know, in, in Florida, you know, your next launch market. Um, tell me, like, I, I actually, I live in Arizona. There's not, there's like yeah. three, three lakes here, at least that right. like, we, we boat on. So there's not much. So, so you might need to educate me a little here, but let's say I live in Florida. Mm-hmm. If I, is it, the way it works is I don't own a boat, but I want to go boating. I then use yo-yo boat to rent someone else's boat. I play around for six hours, whatever, and then I pay what I pay, and then I and then I give it back to them, and then that's kind. Of, is that kind of how it that's works? Exactly what it is, man. I mean, it, it, that's the beauty of simplicity and messaging, right? I mean, it it, it is. It's uh, it's if you didn't want to buy a boat, most millennials are not buying boats. I mean, that's a statistic that's probably not shocking, right? But they do appreciate experiences, and uh, you know that's our objective is let's give somebody a great on water experience. And they were going to be a recurring customer because anybody who's ever been on the water 
uh, it's just, it's a peaceful thing, you know, and people are more friendly. I mean, when you're out on a boat, people are waving at you and my God, the world needs something like yo-yo boat right now. So that's, you know, I mean, that's and, and exactly what you explained. You go to Florida, you want to get on the intercoastal, you log into yo-yo boat, you look at what's available in your area, select the boats you're interested in and you're off, you know, and we have instant book which is a kind of a rarity. Only one other comp competitor has that. We also have last minute booking. So let's say it's going to be 90 degrees tomorrow and Matt's hot or he's going up to Lake Havasu and there's people up there that have listings and somebody could trailer their boat on and meet you at the boat line. You walk to the end of the dock, get on the boat, do your check. We have like a little two minute checklist and then you're off and you're uh, running the boat on your own. And then as obviously we have a trust rating system built into the platform as well so that you can, of course, use that experience to your advantage the next time you make a rental. The owners feel comfortable that you have some history renting, and you also get a chance to look at the owner's ratings and how they deal with customers. And one added spin to this that is very important is that we have what are called yo-yos. Yo-yos are roaming dock hands. So if an owner is too busy to run a part-time boat rental business, let's say, we essentially can run that business for them. And that's significant like in cabin states like Minnesota, because a lot of people live two or three hours away from their cabin property. And oftentimes you have weddings, you have kids in sports and things of that nature. You're not going to be able to get to your cabin for two or three weeks at a time. This allows you to monetize those assets that are just sitting there for that two to three weeks. Substantially so, two to $3,000 in a month, probably if you were to allow your boat to be rented, let's say, if, you know, 10 times a month, it's about $300 every time which is also less expensive than boat rentals. And that was an important design element to our platform. Make sure that the economics matched up so that it was a discount for renters to become acclimated and familiar with the platform. So if you were to zoom out, you know, five, 10, 15, 20 years and look, and look out, what, what does Yo-Yo Boat look like then? Or I guess in other words, what's the big vision here and what direction are you rowing in? Yeah, absolutely. So we have a simple mission. It's, it's win the body of water, which essentially is the moment we have one more listing than anyone else available for rent on that particular body of water. We have won the opportunity to win the network effect in that particular community. So that's kind of where we start with the network effects is community-based. So win the community and then win the network effects, which has, haven't been won yet. Our competitors have a fraction of a fraction. It's like 0.000041 percent of available assets right now in the U.S. So the market's substantial. It's $20 billion in the U.S. and Canada alone. Our competitors claim it's $50 billion on a global basis. Um, and so obviously the market size is, is pretty ripe for a blue ocean strategy. And there are only really two competitors in the U.S. and Canada. Um, in Minnesota, they have 30 listings only. And there are 800,000 plus boats here. I mean, I, we already have seven listings committed because of people we know, you know, and I myself am both an owner and renter on the platform too. And in order to, to execute on that and really just make it happen, um, you'll need some help, right? Like it takes a village to make a startup work. So my question for you is how can the forward thinking founders community help? Are you hiring? Are you raising capital, looking for partnerships, you know, renters, boaters, how, how can we help? Great question. Right now, fundraising is my entire goal for the month of February. So all my other business, so I had an exit in 2017, obviously my cybersecurity for about the mid six figure range. And, uh, you know, all of my exits have been boots in my business have been bootstrapped or self-funded. 
So this is a new, I mean, at four, even at 49 years old, this is a new experience for me as an entrepreneur to actually raise capital from call it professional investors. So we raised 120,000 from friends and family. And now February, my entire month of February is actually dedicated to raising money. And, and specifically, I'm going to start with angels. We have a working prototype, Matt, but it's uh, you know only a couple months. May 1st is our launch date. Um, and so I was nervous about fundraising at first because everybody likes to see probably a little early traction product in the market, a little early traction, maybe even some month over month revenue growth. But uh, the more I learned about how much professional investors look at experience and having been through an exit a couple of times and, uh, you know, uh, been through, uh, you know, substantial processes involved with M&A um, and obviously getting a return for the friends and family that that did invest in, in the past. If if it wasn't bootstrapped, it was I think I had one family member invested in, and they did really well. Um, that was a learning experience for me, and I'm excited about that. I really, I mean, I really, I don't know if you know Jason Calacanis, but he is the number one guy that I'm after because of not only his transparency and his network, but also his philosophy and and I, I mean his the way he invests and how he treats founders and and that kind of thing. And I'm, I mean, go big or go home. For me, it's uh, I, my first email was yesterday, and it was to him, believe it or not, just because I wanted to wait. And I wanted him to be that first email. And then, I'll, you know, obviously, I'm going to start talking to more and more angels and, uh, and raise money. And we're going to raise probably another one point. We have 1.3 million left to raise for our seed round. Uh, again, sorry to be long-winded, but really fundraising is a big one. But I'm also learning a lot from other founders. And, uh, you know, you want to kind of see, you know, where does your experience fit into the mold? And I love, you know, founders because I know what it is to, to commit you know, your life like that. Um, so yeah, again, that's, that's kind of the catalyst. And, you know, if someone's listening to this and they're, they're interested, they, they want to learn more, it could be an investor, a potential customer, you know, how, how can they find you? Oh, you know, what's your website URL? Are you on social? Do you even uh, email address? How can they reach out? Absolutely. Uh, Yoyoboat.com. If you visit the site now, you're going to, we we're pushing owners to the site because we're recruiting owners, recruit, recruiting su supply side now. Um, but also LinkedIn, Travis Hyde, LinkedIn. Uh, that's a good place to look. Um, you know, I, I've had a LinkedIn profile for 20 plus years now. So I have a lot of recommendations out there. I, I always push people there to see what it's like to work with us and that kind of thing. Um, so that's a good, good spot to look those two spots. Otherwise info at yoyoboat.com is already great. You can already send me that message there and somebody here will get it and expedite getting back to, to whomever it is that has the inquiry. Cool. Well, I appreciate you coming on to the podcast and best of luck building this out. Thanks for coming on. Absolutely, Matt. Thanks for having me. Appreciate the time. Take care.